This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Here's the thing about uh, the NFL playoffs: is um, as much as as much weight as all the things that happen during the season carry. Um, there, there's narratives galore that grow out of results. Um, in the playoffs, it doesn't matter. It's a reset. It's a um, there's no uh, winners and losers bracket. You know, you're playing football and the winner gets to continue to play and the loser does not. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Like, I know, like, Dolphins head coach Mike McDaniel, like, isn't stoned at his news conferences, but also, we sure... <laughs> like, that so, that song sounds like it was probably playing in his head during this press conference. Yeah, it sounds like, like, listen, he's brilliant. He's a great head coach. Also, he sounds like he's stoned all the time. God bless him. Uh, and his Dolphins uh, looking to try to not get destroyed on Saturday night in Arrowhead against the Chiefs. We'll get to that game coming up in a second. We will also get to the three games on Sunday as we move along here. Bills and the Steelers, Cowboys, Packers, Lions, Rams, and Monday Night Football with the Eagles and the Buccaneers. But Jake, bring the music up here and let's talk Saturday night's game in Arrowhead where, uh, in case you missed the beginning of the show, it's going to be like a minus 25 with the wind chill. Like literally like minus 25 degrees with the wind chill on Saturday night. Kansas City, a four and a half point favorite, Ken, against Miami. So this went down like, or went up like a full point from when we talked about this game on Monday. Total, um, maybe about like 44 right now, but you can give us an update because I know I think that's been on the move during the show today. We think that Jalen Waddell and Raheem Mostert are going to play for Miami, both practice in a limited fashion today. We know that Xavier Howard is out the Miami Dolphins, Mike McDaniel, saying that today. So Miami's number two corner will not play in this game against Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, Travis Kelsey, and the Kansas City Chiefs. And the Chiefs obviously sat a bunch of key players last week while the Dolphins lost like a division championship game at home on Sunday night to the Buffalo Bills. So, Ken, uh, where are we at with the total right now? Where do you stand on this game? Like any any difference from when we last uh, convened on Monday? Um, well, I haven't, haven't made any bets yet, but maybe, I don't know if my opinion's changed on the game at all. Uh, we'll do side total first. So I hate to say like stuff's predictable. Cause it's like, well, it's easy to say after the fact, right? Um, like we did the show Monday. It's like, look, there's going to be a lot of interest in Kansas city in this game because of the, the spot and the setup and all the unique things about this game, as opposed to when they played earlier in the year in Germany, if they would have played three weeks ago, if they were to play a month from now, uh, weather injuries, that Mahomes and Kelsey rested last week and the Dolphins had to play Sunday night in like an all-in game against Buffalo. These are all things that are really advantageous toward Kansas City. So when the market opens, three, three and a half for Kansas City, and then McDaniel starts to announce players out, 
and everyone kind of thinks about the game more and we get more injury information. And to be fair, it hasn't even been all negative. Like most of the model might play in the game. Like that's actually a pretty positive development for Miami. Just, I got the sense that this was going to be the game that like got bet out and bet out and bet out. Not that the Chiefs have to win or that the Dolphins are a great bet or something like that. Just directionally, I think like we all, that makes sense to everybody that the line's moving in that direction and that the total has finally started moving down a little bit because of the weather. So the Chiefs everywhere now are four and a half point favorites. That is the most they've been favored by the entire week. It is more than they were favored by when we talked about the game on Monday. Uh, the total is as low as it's been the entire week. It is now 43 and a half almost everywhere. Any of the 44s on the board are juiced under minus 15, minus 20. So there's been interest in the under and interest in the favorite. And a lot of that is due to weather injuries, kind of all the public obvious things that we know about. Um, so that's what's happened in the market. Do I have a strong opinion on the game? Uh, I mean, I, I sort of agree with how people are thinking about this. Like when I think about the game, it's hard to picture a scenario where Miami's, you know, amazing, <laughs> like gives you a great performance, just if they're going to be really beat up. And like, it's not just that because these teams played ended up being a 21-14 Chiefs victory. The game was obviously in, in Europe a long time ago. Um, and it's not that the Dolphins can't be competitive. It's just, I try to picture like negative 25 degree temperatures. And here's like Tua running a timing passing attack with hurt receivers against a really, really good defense. And just like, God, it's really hard to picture that going well. <laughs> like, it's just really tough to picture them having a lot of success. Now, to be fair, if it gets so cold that like nothing functions for anybody and there's turnovers and weird stuff, that's... That's how underdogs win games a lot more. Um, so this is a really, really interesting betting market. It's turning into a more interesting one as the Chiefs keep getting bet. You have talked yourself into Miami, I think, to like a big degree. I don't I don't want to step in and bet Miami right now, um, but maybe just kind of walk me through like when you've thought about the game. You've clearly, you've landed on something that you feel a little more confident in now. Well, let me let me ask you this first, and then I'll I'll talk to you about why I like Miami in the game. Like, is there like, are you waiting for an entry point here on Miami potentially? Do you think you'll get it at any point? Like, like, what do you think? How do you think this is going to end up turning out for you? I don't even know if this is a situation where there's like, oh well, like at four and a half, I wouldn't bet Miami, but at five and a half, I would. I just like, I need to figure out how I think they can even hang before I I figure out why I would want to bet them. And in a in a regular season game, maybe I wouldn't do that. But in a playoff game where like the market, like the numbers are so close to correct and there's so much interest and there's so much money being bet into them, I uh, I at least have to kind of be able to see it or visualize it before I want to bet it. And I just, I can't right now. And I don't think anybody else can either. And I think that's why it's getting bet out so much. So maybe Miami becomes like a great contrarian bet at some point. I just need to kind of see if I can solve it first to figure out why that would be the case. If we get... um. Mostert and Waddle can are going to play in the game, and like most Waddle, sure. I think is a lot more important than Mostert. Like Mostert's a really good player. Jeff Wilson can serve as like eighty percent of Mostert, and Achan can play also. Like Waddle's the guy that you really need, like opposite opposite Tyree Kill. For me, it's like okay, I want those guys to play for Miami. I feel better about Miami being able to like to move the ball on offense, even in a really cold game. Like Tyreek's going to get his, especially in a revenge game against his former team, going back to Arrowhead. And like you know, with Waddle, obviously you feel a little better about Miami's offense. I think it's more about the other side for me. And I guess like, look, like 
the case could be made, I guess, with all of Miami's defensive injuries, that it's like the irresistible force against the immovable object. It's like here's Kansas City's brutal, broken offense, even with the trigger man being maybe the best football player of all time when it's all said and done. Like a bunch of receivers who can't catch and an aging first ballot Hall of Fame tight end who's like seen better days, obviously. But maybe it's like Ken, right? Miami's defense is just so injury ravaged at this point that it doesn't matter. And Kansas City can still have success as a result. For me, it's just, you know, I, Kansas City, like in order to, and they can, of course, in order to win your bet, like you're out there watching and listening, but you want to bet Kansas City four and a half, of course, like they can cover. Like you need them to win by like six or seven, like to win this game. And like, it, it's just, it like represents to me like a leap of faith potentially in this offense, just like snapping the fingers and turning into something that it really hasn't been largely all season. And again, like maybe Miami's just so bad and just like dead team walking, walking into this game. And maybe that's what it is. Um, I'd be, I'm willing to bet on the contrary here. And I'm not even saying the Dolphins are going to win. I think Kansas City's likely to win like a pretty close game. I just like this number. Uh, I lose on four. Great. Uh, fins up, baby. Uh, just quite kind of why like I like Miami in the game at this point. But like we talked about it on Monday, three and a half. I'm like, okay, this is all right. Four and a half. I I think there could be an easier case to be made for me at least, Ken, on the uh, the underdog Miami Dolphins coming up on Saturday night. Yeah, I mean, here's so here's a. Uh... There's a couple things that I think like there's a lot of things that favor Kansas City and they're very obvious and we've gone over a lot of them and they have moved the market out in this game. There are a couple things that that favor Miami a little bit and that maybe are being less discussed because of the very obvious pro Kansas City things that are sort of dominating the conversation about the game, like the injury report. Um, that's pretty obvious. One is just the type of market this is. And you'll see this sometimes where information like information is always going to get bet information is always going to cause games to move that's fine um it's it's more often than not exaggerated when it gets bet uh a superstar player out in the nba or something like that you're going to see a harsh line move toward the other team and no one would ever say that shouldn't happen but it's always like okay but in a one game situation and the Lakers don't have Anthony Davis, or the Grizzlies don't have John Morant, where they trucked Dallas the other night without him in his first game, missing from injury, or the Dolphins in this exact situation last year, where they have Skylar Thompson starting a quarterback, and that just gets bet out and bet out and bet out towards Buffalo, closes like 13, and the Dolphins probably should have won the game. In a one game, I, my thought on injuries is always, in a one game situation, I think they tend to be exaggerated. And in a season long situation, they actually might be underrated in terms of how they affect you like over the course of an entire year. Like, I like Jaws not that. gonna play. Not to, not to be like about the Grizzlies, cause it's like, this is just, I watch a lot of NBA. Like they're sunk. Marcus Smart's gonna be out for a ton of time too. He's got a, some kind of significant finger injury. Like they can win their next game or something, just like they beat Dallas, they're sunk. They cannot make the po the, the postseason at this point. They probably can't even make the uh, the play-in tournament at the end of the year, unless a lot of the other teams are really bad. But in a one-game situation, so like the Dolphins, for example, their upside statistically is to win the Super Bowl. They put together a good enough regular season statistically by all ways that I measure things. They are good enough to win the Super Bowl as like a statistical team. But that team, kind of like the opposite of Cleveland, that team isn't the one that's playing this postseason. Not even this game, the whole postseason. Guys are out for the year. Guys aren't going to return. That's not what this is. So you have to kind of figure out like, okay, is that is that still their ceiling? Are we all overrating this or what is it? The way I would look at it is like in this one game, 
maybe they can be a little more competitive than this number that's moved aggressively away from them in the postseason. I can't bet them to do anything anymore. I can't bet them to win the Super Bowl. I can't win them to win the AFC. I would prefer Buffalo. I don't love Baltimore, but I would prefer them to Miami for sure because of the setup that they're going to get. I'd probably prefer Cleveland. And Cleveland's Me got too. a ton of mystery, mystery around them. So it's just like, you know, one game probably situation. Houston, right? If Houston wins sure. this game, I probably prefer Houston to make a run than Miami. I don't know if Houston can go to Baltimore and ever win that game. That's the problem. I mean, like, and obviously we'll see who wins the other games to make, to figure that out. But you feel like Buffalo so likely to win theirs that it kind of sets up like what you're going to get, which is winner of Houston and Cleveland goes to Baltimore. But we'll see what happens with this game. If Miami can like win, then it would it would maybe uh, maybe upend things a little bit. So yeah, like I, I think the way this market works, kind of like how injury markets work, you might be onto something with Miami. And then the other thing, just real quick, the favors Kansas City or favors Miami. Sorry that people aren't talking about. I just want to know what the game is that Kansas City has played this year where people think they're going to truck a team like Miami. And I know Miami's like hurt. Maybe a team like Miami doesn't mean a whole lot anymore because they're so hurt, because they're so injured, um, because the temperature is going to be so cold. I just, like, here are Kansas City's wins, and I'll read them very quickly. You tell me what the game is that's like this. And the only other one is the first meeting between the teams. Jacksonville, Chicago, these are teams Kansas City has beaten this year. Jags, Bears, Jets, Vikings, Broncos, Chargers. That's the first six. Nothing close to what Miami brings to the table. They beat the Dolphins by seven in that game in Munich. That was on November 5th. That was before Kansas City went on their bye. That's the one game you point to, the previous meeting between the teams, which ended up being a one-possession game. Raiders, Patriots, Bengals at the end, Chargers to close when nobody played. I just, you could make a pretty good argument like this would tie their best win of the entire season with the other Miami game. <laughs> just like I just you know like it's Listen, not join me buddy everybody right join yeah. me buddy let's let, into yeah, the why, breach cause, together cause why would why do I have to join you right now do you think this is going down well how about this a come right. come kickoff on Saturday night I would I want I need solidarity here I need I need my you better you bet brother beside me here to roll with the Miami uh, Dolphins here on the road to Kansas City I'll put it this way we will not be oppo now that the market's moved like this, I can never bet Kansas City. Uh, it's just like, maybe Miami, maybe nothing. And we'll see. Let's see how the market moves on this stuff. I think it's, I, I don't know if we're done when Mostert and Waddle are confirmed playing. Does that get you a little Miami buyback when that happens? Like to four or something like that? It just feels like everyone is kind of, there's like an avalanche of, not even money. It's like an avalanche of interest and an avalanche of like a one-sided opinion on this game not, i don't want to say it feels like a sure thing to people it just feels very negative for miami and that kind of stuff can be really dangerous when miami is put together the season that they put together i'll say this about waddle and then we can we can move on at least start the steelers bills game and we'll carry that over into the final segment of the hour next year so waddle has a high ankle sprain obviously it would not surprise me if we get to like 90 minutes before kickoff and he's not active in the game and it's like almost to ken's point if you like miami what happens if that happens? Like, what again, like, you could be, like, a freaking moron and still know, like, Jalen Waddle not playing. People, like, what do you like? Like, probably Kansas City a little bit more. I would still like Miami at the point spread that we're at now. Just, like, something to consider. Just my opinion on it as to how, like, this injury might play out here is this, for, uh, for Jalen Waddle. Is this game, I, we, I just, like, a 10-second comment. We could start the Steelers game. Is, uh... Is this a situation where if they miss, the number will obviously go up, they being Mostert and Waddle, or Waddle and, and whatever, one of them. But if they play, is there so much interest in Kansas City, like, anchoring this, that it, it like, doesn't even go back down? 
it's like they're playing and it's like cool whatever four and a half they're out oh okay six i i think <laughs> my my i think it's a Feels really like kind of a great question my yeah. thought is the point spread never closes below four and a half as long as like things remain static on the kansas city side it just feels like there's so much interest in Kansas City and like it's justifiable and it's not incorrect. It's just like, okay, then but then what's the right number in just what they're not playing 20 times. What's the right number in one game? And uh, I don't know. I, I see why you think Miami is valuable. It's interesting. I, I think it might be the best bet of the year. I would definitely not go that far, but I totally understand why you think that. It's definitely it's uh, the most interesting yeah. market by far. It's the only one that's moving a lot. The, uh, the problem with saying it's the best bet of the year, honestly, is that it probably isn't even the best bet of the day. That would be Joe Flacco and the Browns to, uh, to win by at least three against <laughs> the Texans in Houston. I'm telling you, man, I'm, I'm like way in on a bunch of these games this weekend. Can't wait. Uh, on the other side, we'll try, we'll try to spend one segment per game. We'll talk about the Bills and the Steelers, and that conversation will obviously be anchored in the weather, which sucks, but it is what it is. Deal with it.